Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. On today's episode of the Be Seen, Beloved podcast, we meet Grace Yasmin. Now, Grace is the founder of Black Women of Success Network. She's also a business strategy expert, influencer, international speaker, and three-time published author. She shows entrepreneurs a powerful path to enrolling more clients, making more money, and living the life of their dreams without complicated strategies. But life wasn't always peaches and cream for for Grace, and she has a compelling story that I can't wait for you to hear. So let's welcome Grace Yasmin to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hi, Grace. Hi, hi. How are you? So glad to be here. I am glad you are here too. And I was reading over your website and finding more things about you, and you have a serious, compelling story that sparked all of this success that you're having right now. Can you share that with our listeners? Yeah. Um, I always, when I get that question, I think, where do I start? My story mm. is so intricate and complex. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that I grew up with an abusive mother that was um, an alcoholic and so had some things to overcome in that. Um, abandoned by my father, became a teenage mother, Um, And so that's like the foundation of my childhood. And during those pivotal years where you lean to your mother to say she's proud of you and those type of things, I didn't have that. Mm. And so um, I became a mother and uh, that was too much to get into. But for uh, in this time about why, how I chose to become a teenage mother out of that lack um, mindset. But Um, I overcame those things and went on to graduate with a bachelor's degree in nursing, ironically becoming the first of my father's children to not only graduate from college, but I am the only one of his children to graduate from college um, as well. Um, And so school-wise, education-wise, things were going great. Went on to graduate with a master's degree and things were seemingly perfect on the outside, Um, but on the inside, there were so many other things that were going on in my life. And it took losing my mother, my brother, and my son to shift those things. And um, that was really the transformational point in my life where I decided that I was no longer going to live pretending to be happy, but I wanted to really figure out what it took to really be happy. And that's what I, that's what I share in my book, um, Becoming Fearless. And that was really my quest to find out how do I be happy? It's this point where I'm 38 years old. And essentially I've been crying all my life. I've been sad all my life. Um, and I decided that I didn't want to be sad anymore. And I didn't want to be anxious anymore. And I didn't want to be depressed anymore. I wanted to be happy. And I knew that obviously that that didn't mean that bad things would stop happening to me, but that I wanted to figure out a way to, despite whatever came my way, 
um, how to be happy. Because at this point by now, my mind is pretty conditioned to unhappiness. Mm-hmm. It's conditioned to uh, I want not being able to be content. Something has to be better. And so I went on a quest and started mindfulness and meditation, which led me to finding a space of being happy um, and not having um, anxiety, but more than that, just being carefree. Mm. And that's really what I live my life every day to be now is. I want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners, contributors, and give a shout out to Mint Wave Radio for promoting our show in Scotland, the UK, and around the globe. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader, contact me at bcmbelove.com forward slash contact. To be happy, to be carefree, and we're in the holiday season, and a lot of people expect and accept stress during the holidays, and they say, "How Grace, how do you get through the holidays without stress? It's because it's my mindset. I, I don't know, no season, no person, no place gets to take my peace or my joy, and that's how I live my life every day, and um, so that's a little bit about me. I and love I, that. Yeah. Yeah, five great children, mm. two that are adults, three that are still at home. And I'm living my life as a very happy and content single mother. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, let me take you back from your early childhood. Now, where are you from? What, what's, where are you from? I am from, I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas. Yes, actually Missouri, and I'm really from a small town called Raytown, but nobody knows that town. So we give Kansas City, Missouri reference, but the Missouri side, not Kansas. I know many people think of Kansas City as uh, tornadoes. <laughs> Did you yes, experience yes. a lot of tornadoes in Kansas? Yes, and so that they do in Kansas, but we're in, I'm in Missouri. We're in Missouri, okay. People hear Kansas City, and they automatically think Kansas and right. tornadoes. Right, so, right. I mean, yes. Okay. Well, good thing you bypassed all of that. Yes. Now, now, growing up with your mother, did you lean on anyone else during that time? Did you have like an aunt or grandmother that took care of you that you learned all these values? Because a lot of children who live in an environment such as yours with no father, barely a mother, they're very confused. They don't know which direction to go. And many of them go the opposite way. What during this time in your life that you have to give you guidance, who, who gave you guidance that, Hey, Grace, there is more. Hey, Grace, you are worthy. Hey, Grace, you can be someone besides the environment that you saw every day. Yeah. You know, the real answer to that is it was just God's voice. I Mm. always had, um, I always had God's voice that spoke to me. The one thing that was always great about my mom was no matter what state she was in, state of mind, she always found us a church. And so Mm. we always got dropped off at a church and church became my refuge. Um, That was the one place where I took on a lot of the role of parenting at home. But when I got to church, I got to be a kid. I got to be free and my brothers and sisters got to go somewhere else. And so I didn't have to be responsible for them at church. So I always had a connection for um, for the church. And I would say there was always these 
people whose names I will never remember who gave me an opportunity to just be a kid. And even though they weren't necessarily pouring things into me, they were giving me just that space to be free. Right. And, and in that space, I think that's where seeds were planted. You know, you're a kid. So most of the time when you're in church, you're kind of playing around and you're hearing little things. Mm-hmm. But I remember this one thing and it always stood out to me, which was that God loved me. Yes, yes. And literally, when I tell you that's what saved me, it was that. I didn't know and understand all of the lingo, all of the biblical scripture. I knew John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he forgave all his begotten son. And that was what I held on to um, nights when we didn't have um, any heat in the winter in a trailer home. I can remember the sounds of the mice scurrying all about in this trailer home and the smell of gin and vomit. But I remember God saying, I love you and things will get better for you. And I held on to that. Um, And I just kept believing, believing what he said. Things will get better for you. And I used that to just keep propelling forward. Right. I think a lot of people miss that. And that's what one thing that I had in my life was church. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're an inspiring speaker who wants to get paid to share your message with the world, then you want to be sure to attend the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy hosted on March the 11th through the 13th in San Antonio, Texas. For more information, contact me at Love at bcbeloved.com. Now back to this amazing interview. I yeah. didn't know, no one was dropping me off the church. I just knew that I had to go to church. So many times when I was young, I take myself to church. It was a church down the street. I knew I had to go to church on yeah. Sunday and I would take myself there. I knew I was to read the Bible. I didn't know what the Bible was talking about, <laughs> right. about the, the, but I was reading the Bible yeah. and having that strong foundation, that foundation of, of church and spirituality and religion saved me from a world that I was exposed to, that I could have went this way or that way in any direction. Yeah. But because I always went to church every Sunday and didn't know what in the world they're talking about. I just knew that those things were not for me and that there's more for me and that God loved me and he had a path for me. Yeah. Not veer and not steer the wrong path. And I think a lot of people miss that nowadays. A lot of people do not have their children in church. They don't know church anymore. Yeah. And try to instill it in them. Just find a church home. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's where you're going to find love if you don't have it at home. Yes. Someone there is going to love you and give you the guidance and, and the support that you need. Just ask. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't matter what religion you are. I remember one time there was a Catholic, and I'm not Catholic, but there's a Catholic church right across the street. And I, you know, it wasn't driving. So I walk across the street. I just, there's a church. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And again, that, that's so important, I think, for anyone, especially it, if you're in this situation. Find it. Find find a home, find a church home. Absolutely. And I think like, you know, sometimes we complicate things and we think you have to be um, so right or so good. Um, But when we think about going right and going left, I did go left in a lot of ways. I mean, I had a smart mouth and I was entitled. Um, Sometimes when you come through the system, growing up, you think things are old to you. And so I had a bad attitude. I've been in the club with booty shorts on. I had a baby at 17, but the thing was God always went there with me. 
He was with me in the club. He was Protecting with me when I was me, in yes. the church. When I would be in the church the next day after I was at the club, get in from the club at three o'clock in the morning, but something in my spirit would say, you need to go to church. I go in church and I would be afraid to close my eyes because the room would be spinning, but I was there. Mm-hmm. And even though I, who knows what the people around me, because I'm sure now looking back that I still smelled like alcohol, I still felt like God still told me that I could still come. His mm-hmm. love never changed for me. And so that, that was like the blueprint of my life was that there was nothing that I could ever do that would make me unlovable that he would keep loving me. And there was no many, there was not a number of times he didn't, he didn't have me on a time frame for how many mistakes that I got to make. And coupled with that love for me was people would say to me, well, you know, Grace, how do you love the same person who tried to suffocate you with pillows and put you through so much turmoil? How then do you still love this woman with all your heart? Because when you read in my books, my mother was my greatest love and I could still love her because I always knew and I could always see the things that I did that weren't good and God still loved me. And so I was able to still love, you know, love her through all of those things. And that's some of the peace that I think we're missing. Um, we get so wrapped up in the, well, I don't want to be religious. That's the new thing of this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But those principles outside of religion help you to forgive those that are unforgive that feel seem unforgivable including yourself there's some things that we do that we need you know and so without that what then do you have to teach you those principles so anyway yeah so forgiveness is a huge huge and made a huge stepping stone in my life for sure learning to forgive not only others but forgive myself and be kind to myself now as a young teenager you still went to school. You still had a desire. You had goals. You had dreams. You did not let that stop you. Like most young women would, they put all their focus on their child and, you know, trying to feed their child, trying to get a job. They didn't pursue their goals. And you did that. What made you strive and actually be motivated and productive to actually continue to work towards your goal? You know, I just got... I was blessed to be surrounded by, so we were in and I was in and out of foster homes, but whenever I was out of my mom's care, I was always in my aunt's care. Mm. And my aunt lived in a um, neighborhood with, with uh, my friends there were my stable friends. There were positive people Mm. that were on a positive path. And so there, I can remember going to school and after getting out of school, out of class and I had gotten an F on a test and everybody else was, I got an A, I got an A. And I'm like, I got an F. Well, it wasn't cool to get an It didn't feel cool to get an F when everybody else was getting an A. So that was my saving grace. I don't think I ever said what my grade was at that moment, but I knew the next time I was going to be able to say what my grade was. And so my having those friends that were doing, that were on a different path, that were on a, my friends, college was just what was next. That wasn't a conversation. I mean, that was what you did. You went to high school and then you went to college. And so that was a norm for me in this world. So I lived two different worlds. I had a world here where people went to high school. They had two parents, homes, they went to college. And then I had this life over here. 
So being able to see that other life, I just clung to that. And even when I got pregnant, I knew, okay, I'm going to be a statistic. I can remember sitting on a bench and saying, I'm going to be a statistic at this point, but I get to choose the narrative around Mm. that. And so I said, my son, yes. I said, my son will never want for anything. I will not be dependent upon welfare for the rest of my life. I remember sitting on that bench at that moment and making that decision. And so I think the key thing um, initially was the fact that I had those positive friends around me that gave me something else to strive for. Absolutely. And I I can see that because it's important to know that you're only as successful as the five closest friends. Yes. And so I know at this point in my life, I make it a point to find people who are in my space, in my circle, who are more successful than I am, yes. who push me, who support yes. me, whether I'm up or down, who are there to uplift me and mm-hmm. give me positive support every single day. Yes. And that's yes. really what makes a leader. And you have done yes. that. And now you are doing this for many others in your business. And I definitely want to hear more about this, this business and the founder of the Black Women of Success Network. Now, tell me all about that. Yes. So um, that and I just really reshaped our name. We, we went through a lot of different changes, but I just went back to what we were. Initially, it was called the Positive Vibes Only Community. And then I shifted because I felt like black women particularly needed some support. But then God said, that's not what I called you to do. I called you for all women. Mm-hmm. And, so is it women of success network? It's, it, it's now it's just, it's the positive vibes only community. Okay. Because, because we do, we need that community. And everybody doesn't have it. I was blessed to get to get plunked into an environment where I had that. And even today, for the most part, I stand a lot alone in my community until I go out and find those things. But what about people who don't know how to plug in, who don't, who are only around people who are only seeing the negative? If you say, hey, I've got this dream, girl, you should just go to work. You know, who don't <laughs> have that, <laughs> you know, um, they don't have that. And so that was why I created the Positive Vibes Only community to be a, a, a resource for people who don't have that, specifically during the time of the pandemic when there was so much going on. Um, all, every day, there's a thousand negative things that we can focus on. That, and when we see those things, we see them and then those thoughts become our thoughts. And so now our mind is shifted towards lack or towards uh, fear or towards. And so I'm very intentional about what goes into my mind, what I see and what I read, what I, all of those things. And I wanted other people to have a bubble, essentially a bubble, a place where they could come and scroll, but where they, where they know it's safe. They're never going to see anything that doesn't feed their soul what nourishes their soul. During the pandemic, people would say, so you don't want to know how many people are dying or how many, can I say, no. No. I can't save them by right, knowing. Right. I can't, yeah, you can't change the government. You cannot go take the president out of the election and, and put a new president you want in there. So that's not your focus. 
Right. I understand that. That's you have to focus on being positive. And that support group is so important. That's what got me through the pandemic in a positive way where I just just plowed and excelled in so many different areas. And, and listeners, listen to that. And your circle is so important and surround yourself. It's so important to surround yourself with positive people. Your friends from most most likely grade school uh, on up back in the day, those friends are not going to support you. Many family members are not going to support you. Why is she taking, putting videos all over the place? They don't understand what you're doing. It's creating a brand, creating more visibility for yourself and your space. And that's one thing I tell my clients. I tell my clients, surround yourself, find groups. Yes. It's one first assignment, find groups that you're going to be connected with of like-minded, like-minded, successful yes. people who are going to push you and support you in your endeavors and going to give you a platform to allow your voice to be heard. Second of all, get out there, put yourself out there, gain as much visibility in as many places as you possibly can. Yes. And I've seen so many people this year's life transform when they join a group of people who are like-minded and who are doing much better than them. And that's, that's the, another key is find groups where people are higher on a higher scale, higher level, doing more things that you want to do. Okay. Because people are going to help support you and give you direction and guidance in the things that you want or you want to excel at. And so that is important. I'm glad. I'm so grateful that you put together a, a community like this. And is this community on Facebook or? It is, it's on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, it awesome. is. It's Facebook. Uh-huh. The pop vibes only community. And this is so, in, it's so important. And, be, and part of that, and I love what you said about getting into group. And that's, that's you taking responsibility mm-hmm. of. And, and you I have to be, uh, you have to be active. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think the other part to that is owning your own power. So when you get into those groups, recognizing what am I here to give? Mm-hmm. I'm only going into the group to say, what can yes. I give? Right. What, yeah, what can I give? But what can I give to this group? And when you, when you own your power, your special place, then you know what you are there to give. You are to give what makes you special. And so then it becomes reciprocity. And the more you give, the more that you will receive. And I think that's so important. And that's been something that has just been transformational in my life is, you know, and I think about even with pouring out that group, starting that group, I was going through a divorce. I had just lost a child and here I am creating a group where I am putting out positive messages every day. Because what's the, what's the, what's the opposite of that? If you weren't doing that, what's the opposite? Exactly. Sitting, being sad, being depressed, being exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people say, why would you have your friends who don't understand that would say, girl, you already been through enough. You don't need to be creating anything positive for anybody else, which is like crazy. Like, why would you think, you know, why would someone say that? Or how could you do that when you have this tragedy that's happening in your life? How are you still doing these yes. things, creating these things? Shouldn't you be at home depressed? Yes. And this is what yes. happened. That's happened. That situation happened. You can't change it. Change it. You can't I change can't. it. You make peace oh. with it. You pour yes. love into it and you continue yes. to grab the energy or whatever you can to create something that's better for someone else. Yes. And I have an idea that that's part of your business strategy, the serving that you're talking about, right? The serving yes. and giving. And yes. just let us know about 
more about that without okay living the life of your dreams without complicated strategies yes What's that about it, it is really about how do you it's that inside piece for how you build your business that people don't really talk about which is networking building mm. relationships being a go-giver you know so many times when we think about building our business we think about what do I need this person to get from me? Mm. But the question is, what do I need to give that person? How can I serve you? And if you think from that mindset, then it takes away that salesy where people, you know, particularly women will say, I don't want to be salesy. Well, you, you don't, we will never feel salesy if you come from a servitude space. How can I serve you? What am I here to help you? So when you, when you think about building your business, some of those simple things that often get overlooked is how do I build relationships? How do I network? How am I clear about how I am want to serve my client? And those are, those are just your three most essential foundational principles that when you get really clear about those things, you can... 10 times what you want to earn in your business, 10 times your influence, 10 times the people who want to connect with you because mm -hmm. they, they see what it is that you have to serve and they want some of it, what wow. you are offering. Um, and so I love helping uh, particularly women to get clear. Sometimes particularly as women, we know what we want to do, but we don't necessarily know how to articulate what our client desires. Right, so we have to right. match. Um, and so we just use a really simple process of getting clear about who you serve, how you serve, and then the strategy for how do you get in front of that person all the time so that they know that you, that you are available and they can hire you for their service. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Networking and connecting and serving is so important. That's one. That's my main focus. Now, this morning, first thing I was doing, because I did ask some people for help. And this morning I took some time to text or email or send a DM to all those people and ask them, how can I help you? I know you yes. have this going on. How can I serve you? Just a second. You know, maybe they will need your services. Maybe they won't. So don't feel like you're going to be just overwhelmed by all these people asking you to do things now that, because you asked for help, but just put, put it out there. Maybe it's something to do that's very simple. You know? Absolutely. Or just, yeah, another referral to someone else that takes only a minute, right? Yeah. And sometimes somebody might say, you know what, if you could just comment on my post. Oh, yes. Yeah. Simple. You yes. can support a person went by the most, the simplest things. You don't know what they need, you know, and expanding that, like, you know, because you know how the Facebook algorithms go. Every comment that you make on somebody's post helps to increase mm -hmm. their exposure. So you mean my little comp, me taking the time out to just comment and say, love, this could help you. That took one second. You were already on Facebook. Now you're building that relationship with that person. Now, maybe weeks down the path, when you come and say, hey, I'm doing this conference, would you love to, would you like to come? You're already on this person's mind because they see your name all the time, mm -hmm. like their post. You spent weeks investing in them mm -hmm. before you ever asked them for anything. Sometimes we make the ask too soon. You mm -hmm. haven't even supported me or showed up. And mm -hmm. now your first, your first introduction with me is, can I have something? Oh, That's no. like asking you for sex. 
right on that day, right, right. during dinner, before we've even had an appetizer. So <laughs> right. At the end of the night, you'd be like, whoa, wait. Oh, no, right. Sometimes we do that in business. Right. That's true. That's true. And, and on the other hand, if you have a client, if you have a client, support them. All my yes. clients, I'm supporting them. I, I like everything because now they're gaining momentum. They're getting yes. themselves out there more. So I'm liking and commenting everywhere. First person to like and comment if I yes. can't be, yes. because I know it's going to help and support them. Okay. Absolutely. In every way that I can. And, and write a valuable comment. Things that are so simple. Yes. So simple, right? Valuable comment. Yes. Right. So, Grace, can you please share with our listeners three tips in the area of your expertise that you can help them to, I guess, become better influencers, experts in business? Yes, absolutely. Um, The one thing would just would be to get yourself around a positive circle so that you can be consistent. Your positive circle will help feed into you so that that will help you to continue to have momentum to be consistent in whatever you are doing. Mm -hmm. The second thing would be to protect your mindset, protect your mind. Be very cautious of who you share your um, your your dreams and your aspirations with, because those things will either fuel you or they will damper that motivation. And so you want to just protect, really protect your mindset. And the third thing is have a strategy. Have a strategy for where you are right now and where you want to be when you wake up on this day, November 26, 2022. Where do you want to be? Write it down. Write down the big goal. And then write down all the steps that is going to take you to getting there. Success does not happen by accident. It happens by starting with the vision, having clear steps to getting there and working those steps. Awesome. That's it. Listen, I hope you are paying attention. I'm going to go over these steps really quick again. Uh, Grab your notebook because this These are some serious, serious nuggets you can take with you and start right now. So first is get yourself surrounded by by a positive circle. It's all about accountability and that circle is going to make you accountable and that's going to allow you to grow and be true to yourself and your vision. Number two is protect your mindset. Be conscious of who you tell tell your goals to. I know we have this thing called social media, but most likely until you can get to a space where you don't give a care about what anybody says, protect the people or or be mindful of people that you actually share your goals with, because they can, they can really damn, put a damper on your spirit and, and stop you. If you're, if you don't have that mindset or mental strength that takes a while to develop, I'm sure Grace can help you with that. And lastly, have a strategy. Have, that's one thing we don't plan. We have this big strategy, this big goal. We want to be this big person, but we have no plan written down on how to get there. So write down that strategy of, of what you need to do each and every single day. Remember, it's baby steps. Each and every single day, you're going to get closer and closer to your goal and having a strategy is going to help you get there. Now, Grace, before we go, I want to ask you one quick question. What's lighting you up these days? Well, I'm super excited about my new book that I'm releasing. Say the fourth yes. Book? The fourth book? The third book. Third, third book. book. Okay. Gotcha. Say yes to success and own it. 
And I'm just super excited about that book. It is really a download of um, you, when you have the vision, but now mm-hmm. what are the steps that you need to take to get there? Too many people never get to see their dreams fully come to pass because they don't have a strategy in place. They don't know some of those basic business principles that you have to have in place. And this book really just gives you the simple steps of things that you can do, whether with a little budget or a big budget to get you from where you are now to earning a ten, a really literally $10,000 a month in your business. And so I'm super I love it. I love it. Absolutely. So where can our listeners find you, Grace, and find this uh, awesome book that you're talking about? Yes, you can find me at the 10kvision.com. That's Is that the, uh, 10k? That you're right. That's 10kvision.com. Awesome. I love it. And I actually love you, Grace, for being on the show and just dropping some serious information and tactics to help our listeners to really advance their lives. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing everything that you do and just giving me the opportunity to be here today. I'm grateful. I appreciate that. Awesome. I got to check out this group you're talking about as well. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) Thanks again, Grace. Thank you.